0: This is Your Brain Health with noted neuroscientist, Dr. Kristen Willemeyer. Your Brain Health explores strategies to maximize your cognitive functions through life. Here's Dr. Kristen Willemeyer. Welcome to Your Brain Health, I'm Dr. Kristen Willemeyer. Today's topic is near and dear to my heart as we're going to discuss innovative ways to treat concussions and restore brain health through restoring eye health as an extension of the brain. Research shows that the prevalence of vision problems following a concussion may be as high as 69%. Vision training in the field of neurorehabilitation is experiencing a tremendous growth, and measuring changes in vision and properties of the eyes can be used as an effective, objective sideline measurement, aiding athletic trainers and physicians on whether to pull a player out of a game following a concussive or subconcussive impact. Here to share more about this topic is Kevin McWilliams, CEO and founder of Insight Vision and Brain Diagnostics, and his lead medical research analyst, John Vincent. Mr. McWilliams has built a reputation backed by 30 years experience in neuroophthalmic device and brings a significant share of industry knowledge in the development of research, clinical and commercial relationships. He has been building and equipping integrated health delivery network and ambulatory surgery centers and mobile medical platforms for commercial and mission entities in the usa and abroad since 1983. john vincent is a former division one football player for the university of cincinnati Mr. Vincent provides a unique perspective that allows him to utilize his background in neurobiology and five years of experience in biomedical research to help successfully analyze and translate scientifically published research into protocols that can further aid in our practical and objective concussion assessment for athletes. His passion for healing through medicine and research continues his close relationship with UC Sports Medicine, Dr. Joe Clark, and team for various research collaborations. John is an aspiring physician where he's looking to train as a neurologist. So welcome, Kevin and John. It's a pleasure to have you with us today.
1: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate the offer to come on the podcast. Thank oh, you. Oh,
0: no, this is such a delight. So, Kevin and Kevin and John, you're both working with the University of Cincinnati Neurologists and Athletic Training Department, among others, to help support the decision making process in concussion diagnostics and return to play guidelines. I'd love for you to tell us about the medical assessment tools that you have to assist in concussion diagno- diagnostics, assessment, and rehabilitation. So, what is the primary method that you use to help measure the eye the retina and the optic nerve health?
2: well uh, along those lines one of the uh, we have a couple of devices that are kind of our primary go-to's especially when it comes to getting a, a baseline if you will uh, one is the uh, is referred to as an OCT which is an acronym for optical coherence tomography and uh, with that device uh, we are getting in a structural image on the integrity of the optic nerve head, which is like cradle nerve two. Uh, we get an assessment on the back of the eye, the retina. And we also look at uh, the retina in a little more detail, the retina nerve fiber layer, because your retina is has several layers and those layers tend to um, be affected in concussion uh, and other types of injury. And then we're also looking at... Um, the ganglion cell complex, which is a cell complex that's actually responsible for carrying the electrical energy from the retina you know, to the back of your brain. And so we'll take a picture of that, and that's more the structural side of things. And the other method we will use is more uh, electrophysiologic tests, and uh, those give us more of the function of the retina and the visual pathways going back to the visual cortex, the back of the brain and we assess how fast signal is getting there, the strength of those signals. So it's kind of like an EKG, if you will, for your vision system.
0: It's it's so fascinating. And, and I will share with the audience, I actually had the opportunity to watch um, Dr. McWilliams do his test. Uh, I was invited to a training camp that they offered for hockey players that are going to be going into the NHL. And I noticed that you can use this as a baseline assessment to measure the health of their eyes. And in that assessment, I saw you also offered a RET eval, which is another non-invasive way to observe the retina and assess optic nerve dysfunction. So are these tools that you have being used as sideline diagnostic tools?
2: Uh, Yes, absolutely. Um, Regarding the sidelines, yes. And in some places, warranted. Uh, the University of Cincinnati, for example, uh, which has a pretty reputable sports medicine department, they uh, are using it. Uh, they do travel with it, um, and when they're making clinical decisions, um, that's one of the things that they would include into their uh, their testing uh, to kind of get a better understanding of a lot of different ways there's there's a lot of different since we're dealing with a lot of different things with concussion lots of different potential uh disorders that can come with it we need to measure a bunch of different areas and so it's also being used uh in optometry at an optometry and osteopathic university as well um as well as our sports medicine team and they manage about 550 athletes so uh in optometry and osteopathic medicine is now being taught uh to young doctors that are coming up, and specifically in this area of uh, using it in brain injury. And also, the athletic department is using it uh, in their baseline uh, point of injury and return to play protocols.
0: That's, it's really fascinating what you're doing, and I'm wondering, I mean, how many schools do you have that you know of that are working with this technology. It's something that was new to me being in the concussion field and working with athletes. And I love it because it just expands the number of ways that we can assess concussion and assess how quickly people are recovering from concussion. So I was just curious on how how much this has expanded out into the sports space. Well, it's kind
2: of hard to answer because it's relatively new. Now, the technologies themselves are not so new because a lot of technologies we're using are used an everyday clinical routine in, in ophthalmology and neurology. Making the transition from that into bringing devices into sports medicine, it's been a process. Uh, we've been working four years at it, but uh, we just started getting into university clinical training and athletic training. So right now, um, for the moment, uh, we're looking at there's about three different schools at university level that are actually using it. And then we have some independent people that are beginning to understand it because they deal with neuro optometry, which is kind of like a subspecialty of optometric medicine.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, we see when you're dealing with concussions, there are so many different kinds of vision problems that it, that can occur from the inability to focus, eye tracking issues, double vision, sensitivities to light, um, eye strain. So really a lot of can happen. And I'm really excited about the neuro rehabilitation piece that you also offer. So can you tell us a little bit more about your DynaVision 2 board, which I really love. I've actually had the ability to try it out myself and found it to be really a fascinating way to help support um, eye health, reaction time, information processing speed. So yeah, I'd, I'd love for you to explain it to our audience.
2: Yeah, well, at the fundamental level, um, and this may be a little more scientific uh, uh, speak, but um, the DynaVision board uh, is really fascinating. And when I discovered it, it reminded me of visual field testing, which I'm quite familiar with. And the DynaVision board, for example, has 64 lights and push buttons, and they light in different colors. Well, the human vision system has 64 arcs in their visual field but so what this device can do for us uh, what it does uh, on the assessment side of things it gives us a gross assessment of the visual field uh, peripheral vision central vision and also um the brain and body's ability to react to stimulus in any any area of the visual field so it helps us assess eye hand coordination and, and other kinds of things and um I'll let Jonathan Vincent uh, explain in further about you know more of the practicality from uh, his experience with it and what it means to you know the the, the sport athlete to the Alzheimer's patient or something like this.
0: I, I would love that. I'd love to have John jump in because he's the one that took me through the training on the Dynavision board. So, John, why don't you share your experience with it and also not only how you could use it to work with athletes or somebody who might have Alzheimer's. Um, issues, but how about somebody with a healthy brain? So, John, tell us a little bit more. Okay, yeah, of course.
1: Yeah, so um, coming from my background of actually doing the vision training with uh, Dr. Clark and, you know, being an athlete for the University of Cincinnati, uh, we do vision training quite often. And the beauty of it is the practicality that the players themselves can see from it. Because, as a student athlete um one I mean one can assume that we already have such a full plate, and it's kind of you know initially it's like great, now we have another thing we have to do, but when they get on the board and they see the practicality of it when you know a QB is turned in his stance, holding the ball holding the ball on his throwing hand, using the dynavision board with his non throwing hand, and then having to quickly turn his head to look at flash cards and do all these things. Um, together really test, you know, their executive functioning. Um, and it, they, they see the practicality because it also helps their peripheral vision when they're on the field um, to protect them from, as QB specifically, to protect them from um, the most dangerous of hits for them and is, is their backside, blindside hits, you know, from a D lineman or a linebacker that's coming to sack them. Um, and also, you know, Referring to like wide receivers or or DBs, there's an over the shoulder drill that we do that they they really do see the practicality of it. So you're and, using and that's it what's
0: so great the, about it. And not not to interrupt, but you're using this in a brain training okay. capacity for your QBs for for people that are on the team, and that's a really sort of fascinating portal that you can go down. Exactly. Through. So you do the training, and can I ask you? Did you do this training when you came in year one playing football? Was this Program implemented.
1: oh uh, I'm sorry. Say that again. Did it did it come in when yes, uh, when you first when became I started, an athlete? What, what mm-hmm. were you doing? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. So I think uh, UC has been doing this for about uh, eight years now. Okay. So yeah, I started I started doing it about five years ago, as my freshman year.
0: And I recall in speaking with you, don't you do the training every single day?
1: Oh yeah, because I'm I'm always working with Doctor Clark. Um, and doing division training still with the athletes, now I'm leading them through it as well. And how long... uh, So I always make sure to get, you know, my round in. <laughs> right,
0: and how long do you do your training? Is it 10 minutes, 5 minutes, half an hour?
1: Um, so typically I do it about 15 to 20 minutes because that's essentially when, you know, the brain starts – Creating those new synapses and stuff like that is around 15 minutes.
0: And by doing this training throughout the four years that you played football at the University of Cincinnati, you found that it helped in supporting your brain function.
1: Yes, I would say definitely at an uh, uh, athletic level, but more importantly for me at least on the uh, academic side as well. Like, I've definitely seen improvements in reading comprehension and especially, you know, with the ocular motor training that we do, especially reading speed.
0: This is why I wanted to have you on the show because when I tried it, I was (laughs) fascinated. As somebody who always wants to optimize brain function, I was like, I want one of these boards. These are amazing. Not only should they be used for athletes, but let's transition into somebody who perhaps has a degenerative disorder. So as Kevin had mentioned, Alzheimer's – are. Are these being used in facilities? I mean, can they be used there to help hand-eye coordination? So,
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, they're using, um, from what I know of, a, a couple of uh, physical therapy locations where, you know, if you have shoulder issues or something like that, there there's training modalities with the DynaVision D2 board that allow for, you know, that rehabilitation component using the arm that has a bad shoulder. You know, Um, the elderly can definitely use this. And um, people even in wheelchairs, you know, you can lower the board all the way down and you have access to the entire board. Yeah, and
2: there's another thing that's kind of interesting, too. There was a hospital down in Florida, I believe it was one of the Baptist hospitals, and uh, in the Alzheimer's uh, rehab you know, within the DynaVision, there's other tools. So in the middle of it, there's a little screen. And so they were putting names of like loved ones and other people in that screen. It was helping these patients to recall uh, people's names that they may have forgotten. So there's a lot of utility.
0: This is extraordinary. And you know, as we're about to close here, the one thing that I read that I thought was fascinating is by implementing this kind of vision training, say, in a sports program, if an athlete has a sub concussive hit or a concussive impact and they need to be rehabilitated by the nature of having already done this training, is it accurate to say that the brain can rehabilitate faster because it's like a muscle that's already been worked in the brain, am I presenting that appropriately? <laughs>
1: My analogy is essentially, you know, if you pull your hamstring um, and you haven't been working out ever, you know, it's going to take a lot longer for your hamstring to heal because you have to first teach your body how to train appropriately, and then you can work on rehabbing that um, torn hamstring. So it's essentially the same thing. The um, neurovisual training on the DynaVision and through our other modalities, um, they are training your brain so that if an injury does occur um, then it can return to, uh, you can return to play more quickly and it can heal more quickly. Um, the University of Cincinnati I believe they have a, uh, a six and a half day return to play average after the incident of a concussion when the national average is between somewhere between 14 to 21 days.
0: Wow. That just shows how important this kind of work in a university setting can be helpful to athletes who participate in these sports. So John Vincent, Kevin McWilliams, this has been such a wonderful interview. I've learned so much. Where can people find you and learn more about these tools, the brain rehabilitation tools, the way to help measure um, retinal health and optic nerve health? Where, Where can they find you?
2: Well, if you're, uh, our website, our URL, if you will, is uh, insightvision-brain.com, and uh, so if you're a physician or a caregiver, we are uh, a group that can guide you in diagnostic equipment and protocols. If you are a school or facility and would like services like this delivered to your school or athletic program, especially for youth. Um, we also have, uh, mobile services where we're able to provide that and, uh, and teach your people with the tools. So, yeah, so we have our website, insight brain.com. Um, our, we can reach us on Twitter, which is, uh, insight VBP, Victor boy, David. That's our Twitter handle. Um, Facebook. Our Facebook page is simply Insight Vision plus Brain. And for Instagram, it's Insight Vision underscore Brain. And uh, we're also on LinkedIn, easy to find Insight Vision Brain Diagnostics. So there's uh, a lot of different ways you can kind of reach out or at least get some of the story.
0: Well, Kevin, John, thank you so much for being guest today. And you're right. I didn't even get to talk about your mobile neuroscience unit, which can be used to go to schools, whether high schools, collegiate schools, where you can actually bring these tools, bring the DynaVision board and experience, experience it for yourself. So I will make sure to get that information out on social media. Thank you both for being such great guests. And I would love to have you back.
2: Well, we'd love to come back because there's a lot to talk about because we're talking about the brain. There's a lot going on there and and probably encapsulating it in a short period. But thank you so much, Dr. Wilmeyer, for having us. I appreciate your time today.
1: Yeah,
0: thank you so much. Oh, thank you. It's such a pleasure, and I'll look forward to talking to you both soon. You've been listening to Your
1: Brain Health with Dr. Kristen Willemeyer. For more information or to contact Dr. Willemeyer, visit drwillemeyer.com. That's
0: D-R-W-I-L-L-E-U-M-I-E-R dot com.